ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. To sport now with Warwick Hadfield. Good morning, Warwick. Good morning, Patricia. In basketball, a semi-finals upset as the WNBL minor premier was beaten last night. Yeah, Patricia, the towns were fire. Look, they had all the advantages going into this game against Perth. They'd not lost to the Lynx in their last nine games against them. They were top of the ladder, playing on their home court and in front of a roaring crowd at the local entertainment centre. But in the third quarter, it was the fire that went missing, not the Lynx. And they didn't miss a trick, though, scoring 21 points to three. And that was enough, just enough, <laughs> led by the former Lynx, Sammy Whitcomb. The fire fought back, as minor premiers will. The final score, a nail-biter, 88 to 87. And Ari McDonald and Amy Atwell contributed 50 of that final 88. And this went on the road, on the plane, really. It's far too far to drive back to Perth for the Game 2 on Sunday. It puts the Lynx that much closer to securing a place in the grand final. Their second grand final in three years and this time you have to say far more spectacular for coming from fourth spot and they only just got that fourth spot in the final round. The other semi-final series resumes tomorrow in Melbourne with the uh, Southside Flyers a game up against the Boomers. Patricia. In tennis, Alex Demonara and Daria Seville are through to the quarterfinals of events either side of the Mexican border. <laughs> yeah, Patricia, playing in San Diego's eponymous open, Daria Seville, she'd lost the first set and was a match point down against the German veteran, the 36-year-old Tatiana Maria, from that precarious position. The Australian did recover, winning not only that set but the next, and so she's through to the quarterfinals. Her opponent there still to be determined for Alex Dimonar, playing in the Mexico Open in Acapulco. Well, there's plenty of determination needed because his quarterfinal opponent has been determined. It's Stefana Tsitsipas. So that's the number three seed against the fifth. And look, both bring good form uh, into this uh, match. It starts in about three or four hours, winning their round of 16 matches in a couple of sets. Dimonar beat the Austrian Sebastian Offner 6-1, 6 bundled out the Italian Flavio Caboli 6-3, 7-6, Patricia. And in football, match time or the lack of it, now an issue for the Matildas ahead of the Olympics. Yeah, Patricia, Caitlin Ford didn't start the first leg match against Uzbekistan last weekend because of her heavy workload playing for Arsenal in England. And in contrast, though, Mary Fowler, despite her standing as the next big thing in this country, doesn't get a lot of game time with Manchester City. Now, the coach, Tony Gustafsson, accepts he has no control over these things, but noted that Fowler's uh, performance on the left wing in that game against the Uzbeks the other night suggested she can make the adaptations necessary. In cricket, Cameron Green came of age yesterday with a gritty century against New Zealand in the first test in Wellington. Yeah, Patricia, long champion by Greg Chappell, who I can tell you is full of admiration for his protege this morning. Green moved significantly towards becoming a champion himself, saving Australia and even ending his day with a Doug Walters moment. Well, almost a Doug Walters moment. He brought up his century on the second last ball of the day and with a four, not a six, hooked off his eyebrows. Nevertheless... It was an innings to reassure cricket people that batting in the princely number four spot, long recognised talent was becoming something more tangible. Required to bat first on a viperish Wellington Basin pitch, the Australians were at various times behind the play, particularly at six for 176 when Alex Carey was dismissed. Having survived the post-lunch slump and with the bowlers as his partners, Green decided to expand, his second 50 coming a lot faster than the first. As the last of those bowlers, Josh Hazelwood stayed with him to stumps. 
in an hour and a half uh, green resumes this morning on 103 Not Out with Australia 9 for 279, which might be, well, enough if the pitch remains as it was yesterday. It'll require something equally gritty uh, from the New Zealand batters and particularly uh, what their champion, Kane Williamson, who <laughs> these days is an intriguing figure with his beard. He looks like he's come to the middle, straight out of Middle Earth, Patricia. In rugby league, the NRL's venture into the United States has been officially launched yesterday. Yeah, Patricia, lots of pressing of flesh and flashing of cameras as various dignitaries and players were trotted out to say all the right things in front of the compliant junketeers, including members of the taxpayer-funded sports TV network, which this morning is treating every utterance uh, like it was holy writ. It's not quite that. Rather, it's a bold and some might even say brave move on the part of the sport as just what will define the success of playing these two games in Las Vegas is still being discussed. Will it be a crowd at the solar-powered Allegiant Stadium? Will it be television ratings back here in Australia? Or, and not just the cynical are saying this, the opening up of new streams of gambling revenue. Whatever, it's officially launched now, as you've said, and on Sunday, South Sydney will play Manly Warringah, followed by Eastern Suburbs and Brisbane Patricia. Mm -hmm. And in Rugby Union, finally, another (laughs) test for the Melbourne Rebels tonight against the Western Force. Yeah, Patricia, another home game in which uh, they're, they're hoping, hope against hope, really, the chink of the turnstile can alleviate some of the financial woes. All against a side whose own future is again up for speculation, with the former Australian captain Phil Kearns noting the Western Force has yet to produce future Wallabies in acceptable numbers, as he calls uh, the numbers on Super Rugby Clubs. What's acceptable would be three of those commensurate with the amount of talent rather than the, the current five. Kearns is uh, close enough to the current CEO of Rugby Australia, Phil War, to have some influence on his thinking. It might even be going the other way. So with the Rebels' demise imminent, that leaves the Force and the Brumbies to wonder just who might be next, Patricia. Warwick, have a terrific weekend. Same to you. Good on you. Warwick Hadfield there, and uh, he's such a star, isn't he?